If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1899. All right, today for real, we're going to talk about Captain Phasma. Punch it. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So, like we talked about yesterday, there is a series of one-shots from Marvel Comics called Age of Resistance. This follows on Age of Rebellion, which followed on Age of Republic. But in this particular case, these ones are especially of interest because they are concerning characters that feature prominently in the sequel era movies, and they could provide some insight into what we might encounter in Rise of Skywalker. Yesterday, of course, we took a look at the General Hux story and found out to our surprise that he actually does know the origins of Kylo Ren. He knows that he is the product of the marriage of Han Solo and Leia Organa, and that was a bit of a surprise. And we also know that he decided to tell us a little bit about himself, at least as part of the narrative. Well, the same thing happens more or less with Captain Phasma, where we get to know a little bit more about how she views herself, and it's through the lens of a mission that takes place also presumably before the events of The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi as well. And I'm saying presumably because, I mean, you know, it seemed like it would have been possible for her to die in The Force Awakens, but nope, she actually survived it. And so even though it certainly seemed like she died in The Last Jedi, I guess you could make a case for her possibly surviving that as well. She is not listed in any of the credits for The Rise of Skywalker. Nothing that's been announced by Lucasfilm, nothing on IMDb, which, you know, can be edited by the general public here and there from what I understand. So, yeah, so far we're not hearing about the possibility of any surprise Captain Phasma return for this final movie, but be that as it may, I guess, you know, you kind of always have to open the door to the possibility because if you didn't see the dead body, then you can't guarantee that the person's dead. A long way of saying, basically, yeah, pretty sure that the story is taking place before The Force Awakens. It takes place, and by the way, we are in spoiler territory for this, so if you don't want this spoiled for you, fair warning. All right. It takes place on a planet called the Iron Planet, or known as the Iron Planet. It is Demir, D-E-M-I-R, and it is in the Unknown Regions. So here we're going to start learning a little bit more about the Unknown Regions, which is, you know, rather interesting in its own right, because... You know, we have the Chiss and we have the Grisk and we have the client species that the Grisk end up taking control of. And now we have the Demirians, another alien species that has some serious technology. Like they have blasters, they have thermal detonators, they have tanks, they have flying ships with lasers. So yeah, they have the full capabilities that you would see in any other advanced species. And so for all we know, these folks could end up playing a role in some other stories down the line. Now, the First Order is attacking a Demirian stronghold, and as Phasma says, 
the stronghold has some strategic importance to the First Order, otherwise they would just destroy it utterly, but they need to take it. And their first attempt does not go very well. In fact, Phasma herself nearly gets killed first by one of the Demarians who nearly shoots her except for another First Order Stormtrooper who manages to save her. But at the same time, this other trooper has been carrying a wounded trooper trying to rescue him. And when it turns out that the fallen Demarian has a thermal detonator, well... Phasma takes the wounded soldier, throws his body onto the thermal detonator so that way she can survive. And it just so happens that this other nameless trooper can survive as well. But that's just like Kylo Ren saying to Hux, as we talked about yesterday, like, oh, I just saved myself. You were nearby. But as I said, their first attempt doesn't go well, and so they leave and regroup. And Phasma has a heart-to-heart -heart with this particular soldier who saved her life, asks her if she has ambition, and tells her that she needs to make calculated sacrifices in order to be useful. That she can't see her goal without, you know, if she's looking back or, you know figure out where she's going if she's always looking over her shoulder and so actually promotes her up into a command position as a lieutenant and says hey you're gonna lead the attack on the next time that we go up against the stronghold the next day they're out there and she this new trooper leads the charge and they draw the enemy out of the stronghold meanwhile captain phasma just utterly walks away and our unnamed trooper is, looks back and says, what are you doing? And Phasma's like, ah, you looked back. This isn't what you were supposed to do. And, you know, the whole complaint is about, well, you know, the troops are getting slaughtered because the tanks are rolling out and, you know, you know, they're just completely overwhelmed and outnumbered. And then the trooper hears the sound of TIE fighters coming in. But the TIE fighters just strafe everyone and everything, including the First Order troopers. And naturally, this is an affront to our newly promoted trooper until she remembers, oh, this is what calculated sacrifice looks like. And here's Phasma escaping again. And so our newly promoted trooper actually tries to kill Phasma, shoots her in the silvery chrome armor. But yeah, that armor is meant to withstand your standard First Order blasters, apparently. And so Phasma takes her out instead and says, I am a survivor and this is what you need to know about me. Which of course, you know, begs the question then, did she survive The Last Jedi? Like it circles right back around to that. And she also says, as opposed to, you know, being presented with the notion that she's going to lead the charge to victory, she says, I lead from where great leaders do, which is behind a disposable shield of patriotic idiots. So, yeah, uh, she is one brutal character, and we are going to talk a little bit more about that and her analogy to another character in the Star Wars universe after the break. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Constant Contact, the premier email marketing solution for small businesses and organizations. I've used their service since 2003, and over the past decade and a half, I've watched them evolve, make the product simpler, more powerful, easy to use, and do everything that they can to help train people to use the product more effectively and for it to work with other forms of marketing like social media, for example. So. Check out sw7x7.com slash email to learn more about Constant Contact and start a free trial. Once again, that is sw7x7.com slash email for a free trial. Welcome back. 
So, it seems that our Captain Phasma has turned into the sequel era equivalent to Boba Fett, all right? And they got her arc done in the first two movies instead of the last two movies, right? Because her appearance in the original Force Awakens was brief by comparison, but certainly enough to set off a lot of rumor and craziness about her character and about her backstory, which was then very compellingly filled in in the novel Phasma by Delilah S. Dawson that we were talking about just the other day, actually, <laughs> when we've been talking about the novel Black Spire. So related to that whole conversation, right? And expounded upon too in the comic book series that explained how it was that she escaped from the garbage compactor on Starkiller Base. And similar to how Boba Fett returned in Return of the Jedi only to fall into the Sarlacc pit, Phasma returned in The Last Jedi only to fall into the midst of a flaming inferno within a Star Destroyer. But the more we learned about Boba Fett's backstory, the more we were led to believe that he was a rather significant and influential and powerful bounty hunter. And basically the same thing is happening with Phasma as a significant and powerful force within the First Order too. So Phasma is turning into our Boba Fett. And that is what I have to say about the Phasma one shot from Marvel Comics. And that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.